Hey there guys, welcome to Outdoors Brews and Barbecue. This is Carlos, your host. Back in town after a long 10-day trip and uh, we're kicking it back into show here on Outdoors Brews and Barbecue with an episode today. On uh, We're not going to get too fancy. We're just going three beers and, you know, keep, keeping it simple. Keeping it simple. Three beers and a, and a national preserve here in South Florida. Mm. So to start off the episode today, I'm going to go straight to beer number one. Uh, well, hello everyone. And let's not forget Hyro. Hyro over here chilling. It's just me and him today. What up? Yeah. It's just the two. I know. I know. We're saddened. We don't have yeah. any other other it's, people. Uh, but that's yeah. fine. Us we two. flying solo today, man. But it's how um, we started. We keep going. The beers you chose were specifically from a brewery that I did not write the name down here. I just wrote the name two of the beers. Two of them. Jay Wakefield. Jake Wakefield. Locally here. Jay Wakefield. Jake. Jay. Point. Wakefield. Jay Point Wakefield. <laughs> and Jay Jay Wakefield is Jake. here. Jay Wakefield is here in Winwood, right? It's in Winwood, correct. So Bruce Miami, Florida, in the Winwood district. Jay Wakefield. <laughs> um, we chose two beers from them. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna start off with a lower APV level one of the two, which is called El Jefe. <laughs> you gotta have El Jefe. Translated to English would be the boss. Um yeah, cut. Like I, like I always call you, man. Hefe. Hey, hey, hey. You know? Hefe. <laughs> there you go. You got, you you got go. a beer just for you. <laughs> got a, I, I got a beer made just for my nickname. I love it. Um, A traditional German Hefeweizen in its core, but with an addition of fresh coconut flakes for a taste of South Florida and a beautiful surrounding of the beaches. Ooh. That is the description that El Hefe has. So let's pull two cans here out of the cooler and see what we got. Um, as we see on the camera there, I have El Jefe in the center of the three cans out of the three we'll be tasting. Let's get that thing up here. I don't know if it's cold enough. I've only had this thing in the cooler for about an hour and 15. So hopefully they've chilled down a bit. Definitely feels like it. Yeah. <laughs> feels nice and cold. I mean, it's it's cool. Yeah. I won't necessarily call it cold. Um, well, you know, you know, of course, yeah. it's not like having it just like in the freezer, chilling there for like a day. It does have a nice color to it. Oh, it does. It definitely has a nice color to it. Chan's going to love this one. Let me put <laughs> just this tad bit here in front of the camera, and let me pour some for Chen. So mm. placing it right here in front of uh, Hops for Teachers, which <laughs> seems like uh, camera three over there is uh, having a mental breakdown. That's fine. Um, the first beer here, again, is El Jefe. And I'm going to pour here some for our recorder. Let's send it his way. <laughs> See what he thinks about it. I already took a sip. It, it is I've, a already, I've actually already had this beer before, <laughs> actually. I'm just going to drink from the can and then okay. finish what's in the cup. Not bad. Smooth. Very smooth. Um, Still a little warm, actually. Still a little warm. Yeah, that's what I was like... <laughs> for a Hefeweizen, though, I feel like it's, uh, I feel like I've had smoother Hefeweizens than this one. This one got a little bite. It does have a little bite to it. This, I this. can feel that coconut flavor that they're describing, like the perfect beach beer. Yeah. I feel like if, like, the way it tastes, this is like, like a beach barbecue. For sure. They got a little grill Some going. Fr- shrimp scampi? 
<laughs> some shrimp scampi. You know? I'm at the same time, at the same time, though, I feel like El Jefe. Uh, I don't know. El Jefe has a little bit of a of a bitter note. Is there a slight bitterness yeah. in there? You, you feel? Yeah, that's a that's a bite. I feel. Yeah, little you know, little snappy, little. Definitely a soft Florida tasting beer though, with that coconut. Mm-hmm. I can see why they described it as the taste of soft Florida and its beautiful surrounding beaches. Um, as long as you don't put sand in here, we're good. You know, there's some. There could be a little funny person that decides to pour some. Yo, sand someone in my puts can. sand in my can. They're gonna get these five. Uh, they're gonna get my the can eye. up their up their rear <laughs> can. Yeah, like that beer can. Uh, you should let these people know where you went. <laughs> well, if I'm going to bring that into the conversation. Poquito, the, poquito, you know. <laughs> the nine and a half days I was out, I was 90 miles south of Key West. <laughs> All right. In the, uh, in the land so-called Cuba. <laughs> um, sweated my ass off. Or should I say <laughs> sweated my balls off for a couple days? <laughs> Um, I'm sure that's <laughs> power is out most places. No power was out periodically for you know depending on what zone of Cuba you're in for anywhere between four hours to eight hour blocks. Uh, took the solar panel, the forty watt solar panel we had formerly on another episode. Uh, put that thing tied outside with a rope to keep put it my, to work. My iPad and my juice packs, he charged up, you know, took a little mini projector, put it right there into the white wall and had a, had a little movie going on with, you know, <laughs> yeah, I love that. The UE boom mini speaker. I love UE. You, I have, I have, I've been having you for years. UE's guess. I'm impressed. I first, still have one. Like, like I've had it for like the last five years. Still, It's the first UE that I've actually had. I've, I've always been a, a fan of, uh. God, I'm having a brain fart here. What's this other brand? Um, JBL. JBL speakers are good. I've always been a fan they're of JBL. They're decent. They're there. And I've had multiple different JBL portable speakers, and this was the first, you U- know. No, I've had used for years. You like, used I that, that, I, that I went to? The one I take to the beach, I use it daily. Like, it's it's my, like, in the shower. It gets used every day. I mean, they are water resistant. Yep. So and and, yep. and it's uh, designed in case it falls into the pool or into the hot tub, whatever it'll last. But I can tell you that while I was in the island, I tasted about eight different beers, which some of those are going to get posted up onto our Instagram. Most of all of them are light, a soft lagers because uh, when it's 94, 98 degrees outside, I don't feel like you're going to want to have a stout. Nah. Yeah. Well, I still would want a stout. I would still Maybe have a st- one. Yeah, but for something that I, I mean, we were, I call it the puddle, but it's, it's a mini pool that they custom made. The puddle. You know? And we had a good time. Swimming I ain't going to It's, it, it doesn't have a pool pump system how we're used to here. So it's just still water. Um, okay. And I can tell you that while I was in that puddle on Saturday, I had about nine beers. And from those nine beers, then transition to a drink that my wife's cousin was making, which he'll, <laughs> he'll be on one of our bonus episodes, which we will also have translated by Hyrule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
I will be the because voice. I tried to, <laughs> and I'll be translating some of the parts that I didn't translate because I still have parts in there that I spoke that are still fully in Spanish, and I didn't. I forgot to bring it back into English as well. Um, but I can tell you that in that mini episode, we talked a lot about the beers that are common or are local f- to the island, and then we spoke about the different rums that are available in the island. And there's actually a crap ton of more rums than I was aware of based on prior experiences and rums that I've seen. Um, I saw him grab a pen and paper and start writing down a crap ton of things. I was like, damn, I thought it was just like one or two. Like, I yeah. just thought it was, you know, you know, <laughs> a handful of rums. No, 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 man. This man went through like 20 something rums. Yeah, that's why, man. That's why some of these islands, yeah. we only know like a little bit. And then you go there with someone that lives like, nah, that's like all these different kinds you only, all you see is just like there's like you, the regular you get like the bud like the buds <laughs> yeah, yeah. that that's like we think they're this great it's like nah this is the greatest you just can't get it outside of here yeah. but i was impressed he 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 was on top of his shit he is a bartender down in cuba so that, i'm guessing that's why he he's well informed of all of us but he did make a a specific cocktail that i that he gave me as i was in that in the puddle and i can tell you every time you say the photo i feel like it's just like in the street you're just sitting there (laughs) especially with all this like downpour that we got in miami i feel like you're just outside sitting in a puddle just like sad cloud i mean this specific puddle is about four and a half to five (laughs) feet deep by uh six by nine feet squared yeah it's funny it's just like you say puddle (laughs) so it's um but I still call it a puddle because it, 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 a pool, to, it's, a it's pool to a, me has rotating water. Yeah. This thing is still. Um, but it does it, it does its job. When it's 98 degrees outside, you go in there, you cool down real quick. Mm-hmm. But he That's gave, me this, he gave me this cocktail where I, I need to, and I wrote the name down. I don't remember the name of the cocktail off the top of my head, but it's a lot like that episode that we had Elizabeth in where she gave us Gabirinha. Mm-hmm. He called it something else similar, but not the, I, I'm, Pretty sure he said Capiruco, but I wasn't. Capiruco. I can't remember truly off the top of my head right now. Okay. The formula to that cocktail was very similar to Elizabeth as well. It was uh, lime, and instead of putting the honey how she did with hers, he put uh, white sugar, and then he jammed the lime and the white sugar in there for a minute, and then he just pours the rum. But right technically, in. the one that that Elizabeth made, you can actually make with sugar. She even said that she just prefers right. honey. She just prefers honey. But her so, specific cocktail is something else. He poured yeah, rum they're, into they're, it. Yeah, because theirs is like they have their own alcohol. Right. right. And you don't taste the alcohol, bro. You, it, it's, it's actually <laughs> not, like, oh. not a bad drink. It's very refreshing. But after you have nine beers, eight beers, and then you have about four of those on top, <laughs> that was oh, it. Oh, you're having a good time. I was having a good-ass <laughs> time. I lost my appetite. I didn't want to eat after I had just smoked ribs and, and a and a beer chicken, the first beer chicken I've ever done. I've never tried that beer, beer can chicken. Beer can chicken method, you know, put the beer can up the chicken's ass and just let it smoke there for about <laughs> two and a half hours. Um, never done that. That was my first attempt, and everyone said it came out great, but I didn't have an appetite for it. You got to make some for Chen. No. He need it. <laughs> I think a half is not bad. I, I don't know. It's really throw, difficult. Throw it again, would he give it three and a half? He, okay, I was about to say he gave it a I, he gave it a Miami. I thought he said three oh five. No, he gave it. A, I mean, three point five. Okay, I get it. I just it looked like an O. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I can. I think I'm gonna give it a. I'm was, gonna give it a three and a half as well. I was I was at three point two five. 
Yeah. The, like, I do is... enjoy it. But I, I feel like it needs to be cold. Like, if this was you know, cold. To be honest, like, we got these, you know, they, they are a bit warmer. We didn't get to keep them very long in, in, in a fridge. We didn't buy them yesterday do. how we typically do. We bought yeah. them this afternoon, literally, before we came over here. Yeah. Um, but not bad. I can, I can stick to a three and a half. Yeah, three point two five. I think. I think if I had it colder, I think the the it'll go higher. I do like the bite of it. I think because it's it's slightly like like I said, it's like it's still a little warm. It does. I th- I feel like it makes it more bitter. Mm-hmm. It's added more bitterness to it, and it makes it like. I'm sure it's supposed to have a bite, but it it adds to the bite. I'm gonna have to follow these guys on. I don't. I don't think I've. Bobo, we gotta go. I keep need, telling you. Yeah. I'm trying to take them. You to the showed brewery. me the menu and some of the stuff they had on draft, man. I was like, bro, I want. They have a, four, a couple 14 percent that we. They have to try. a 14 percent <laughs> imperial stout that it has my eyeball <laughs> attached to it. Um, we gotta try and bring them in. Bring some growlers in. Hey, if we bring the growlers in there, in here, and we bring that imperial stout, I know who I'm calling. Because you know, even well, if the, you go without me, we, we fight it. Yeah, you right. You right. <laughs> I've been trying to get you. You go, I'm like, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stick to my three and a half. Yeah. Not a bad beer. Not a bad beer. I feel, now, like, I want to taste it cold and then, like, maybe come back to it. Or maybe when we go to the brewery, we take it out of the tap and then, like, redo it. We come back and, and see what, how we feel about it. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. All right, guys. Let's go here All to right, the outdoor section of this conversation. Uh, a few episodes back, we talked about, you know... Then the outdoors that most people know of in South Florida, um, being, of course, that what we're known for being just, the the beach, the Keys. Um, in relation to the Keys, you actually have a national park, which is Key Biscayne National Park, mm-hmm. which we need to talk about too. Which we haven't had an episode surrounding either. But there's Everglades National Park, there's Key Biscayne National Park, and then we did have Dry Tortugas National Park in a former mm-hmm. episode. But in relation to Everglades National Park, there's a huge chunk that is outside of the actual National Park area, and that is Big Cypress Natural Preserve. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Cypress Natural Preserve is made out of uh, over 729,000 acres. It's a vast, swamp. enormous swamp ranging as far north as southern Lake Okeechobee, so For those of you who are not from Florida and don't know what Lake Okeechobee is, when you look at the map and you look at the eyeball that the state of Florida has, (laughs) that big-ass eyeball, that is Lake Okeechobee. Um, And it goes all the way from that big eyeball all the way down to the actual Everglades National Park portion Mm -hmm. of of the state. And it bleeds straight into the ocean. So it is what they call the freshwater to sea uh, water transition. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, freshwaters of big cypress swamps, essential to the health of the neighboring Everglades. Sorry, guys, this beer's a little gassy. <laughs> oh man, um, the we sure you didn't get bit by a couple mosquitoes there. Oh, <laughs> I, got bit, about- I got bit by a, quite a couple <laughs> mosquitoes. Just talking about big cypress, I always feel them. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've swallowed a couple a couple of mosquitoes and a couple of flies in big cypress. I go I out feel there. Feel the <laughs> I go out there to uh, do wildlife photography all the time, and I've. Mm-hmm. I've come across uh, serpents. I've come across gators. I've come across a lot some snappers, of gators, a shit ton of gators, <laughs> some snapper turtles. I've seen some, some Florida panthers, some tropical turtles that are not natural to this habitat. Um, just how pythons and boas are not natural oh my to gosh, this habitat. Yeah. 
Uh, Hyro is a fanatic of uh, ball pythons, pythons, I just boas. Love snakes. Your boy, your boy just loves snakes in general. Uh, but during the nineties, that was a big thing. But you know thing. that not, I don't like them when they're out of their their habitat. I don't, I, I don't agree how people just let let these snakes just go out into our glades. Kills a lot of the beautiful birds that we have out there. That for sure. Like yeah. The problem is that th that has become the main predator, the main the apex predator of the Everglades. Not naturally being from the Everglades, mm -hmm. the pythons, the boas, they thrive. They thrive because there isn't something out there that can match them as far mm -hmm. as crushing bones mm -hmm. is involved with. Hell, they, go, they go one on one with with the gators that we got. They out go there. one on one with gators, and there I remember, I believe it was two thousand six. There was a twenty six to twenty seven hour fight between a 10-foot gator and about a 20 18 to 20-foot python and they were at it they were that gator was spinning that snake in circles and the snake had him tied up yeah, cause they can go in the water so they could they could stay there just because it's not just like any other but they can spin and right. it's just like they can drown nope so they can stay there spinning all at once and then and the gator's gonna get tired and the snake's gonna try to swallow it eventually from what i remember of that event was that the snake eventually let go and went on its way but the gator had eventually suffocated because of how hard the snake had him crushed. Yeah. 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 The <laughs> gator didn't make it, but the snake was never found after that. <laughs> uh, there's also been other scenarios where people believe or the, um, there's a, what do you call these guys? The rangers that fly over the Everglades or over Big Cypress <laughs> in uh, choppers or propeller planes looking to see if there's any flipped over kayaks. There was another event where there was a snake that, or what appeared to be a flipped over kayak and turned out being one of those snakes that had eaten a eight foot gator, Oof. had begun digestion. Oof. And that thing will be full for months. Became a bleached glader. <laughs> so that thing was completely white. And the bottom of the snake being white at light as it is, was confused with an upside down kayak. Yeah. So when they got close, they realized that you know the snake had popped because i'm guessing yeah because it, it was too big yeah either either the animal it had eaten was too big or it tried to protect itself because another animal tried to approach it and it just popped open and died right there instantly <laughs> no. but again relating back to big cypress uh conserving of over seven hundred twenty nine thousand acres of vast swamps big cypress natural preserve contains a mixture of tropical and temperatured plants um, communities, little mini islands that you see form that are home to a diverse uh, number of wildlife, including um, the endangered Florida panther. Mm -hmm. right? So for those of you, again, not local to Florida, what appears to look like a cougar or a mountain lion <laughs> here in the swamps, we call the Florida panther. Right? Um, and Just like a hockey team. Just like the hockey team, <laughs> uh, which we have a fan out there who is uh, a true fanatic of the Florida Panthers, um, uh, which he's probably not Go watching. Rangers. No. <laughs> oof. Oof. Um, will you ever come across a Florida Panther in a trail here? Very unlikely. I've seen, I've seen a couple, but like, yeah, extremely rare. Extremely see, rare. It's, it's. The few it's a footages sight to behold, like it, it is. The few footages that I've seen out there have been captured by hunting cameras that you just tie to the tree trunk, and it has a motion sensor and it shoots once there's motion present. Yeah. 
they're a rare occasion, but if you do see one, I do not recommend that you run. I Mm-mm. I would hold yeah, because as soon as you turn your back, they're they're coming right for they're you. They're coming right. You got to face it. You either walk back slowly until and like climbing a tree ain't gonna save your ass. No, I'll tell you just climb. They're quick. You got big. They paws. are. They are quick, and they will come up the tree right behind you. Mm-hmm. All right. Just stare at them. Walk back slowly, and just keep just like, until it, like it just lays back. That's all. All you can do. But the time, like, because the fact that you're facing them, it won't attack you directly. You turn your back. Yep. Now, as far as best times of the year to explore uh, Big Cypress National Preserve, uh, which also has the Oasis Visitor Center that's part of the National Park, uh, right down State Road 41, otherwise known here as A Street um, here in South Florida. Cayocho. Cayocho. <laughs> Um, you'll go past down State Road 41, uh, a little bit past the Mikisuki Gaming um, Hotel, and you'll eventually come across uh, the Oasis Visitor Center. There's uh, Shark Valley, which is part of Everglades National Park, um, and then if you go further down past the Oasis Visitor Center, you are officially in Big Cypress National Preserve territory. Mm-hmm. Right. It is also great to look at the, the scenic route going down State Road 41 between Dade County or Miami going up to Naples. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm thirsty, bro. I'm talking too much here. I'm ready for the next one. <laughs> You're parched. <laughs> yeah, let me finish this, uh, this little thing here in front of the camera. All right. All right I'm one? ready for this uh, hops for teachers, you know, especially as a school just started just recently. Oh, this one's colder. All right. Let's hope so. <laughs> Feels like it is. Oof. Epomita. All right, ladies and gentlemen. School's in session. Class is in session. I'm going to hop for the teacher. Put this in front of the camera. It's definitely got some head. <laughs> What type of teacher are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about the beer, bro. What what you talking about? <laughs> In Florida teacher. <laughs> uh, <hey>. Oi. <laughs> I like this can. <laughs> I mean, what teacher kicked kissed that cup, bro? <laughs> chin. chin. Right. Let's see here. Hops for teachers. Indian pale ale is generously citra hopped for a citrusy and juicy tasting experience with a note of grapefruit and passion fruit. Grapefruit and passion fruit. All right. Let's see what we Cheers. got here. Uh, Chen's nobbing his head over there like it's a whole lot better. Oh, oh, hold on. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. okay. All right. All right, now that I got that Ooh. out of my way. That's not bad at all. Yeah, definitely taste that grapefruit. This is not bad for an IPA, man. I think that I could... Uh... Esto aquí? Esto aquí I could fuck with. <laughs> yeah, and it's actually not that bad. It's 6.5% APV. El Jefe was only 5%. Yeah. You know, which is like equivalent of your average Hannigan. 
<laughs> Sorry, folks. You know, every time he says Heineken, just makes me want to. All right, bro. Just a little bit. Okay, so <laughs> it's the average of your average Stella. Yeah. I'm okay with Stella. You, you're okay with Stella. I know, I know. So that's why I'm comparing it to your average Stella. Um, even though I think the Stella, as far as it tastes, might have been a little smoother than El Jefe. <laughs> no. that had I, feel, a, I feel like we got to try the Jefe a little colder. Yeah. See how, see how we feel about it. But this right here, I'm really liking it. I can, I can, a lot smoother than I thought it would be too. Yeah, I thought the it was going to be hoppier. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if Does hops this definitely for teachers, feel like... I feel like if hops, they should have called it double hops for teachers, making it a double IPA. <laughs> double hop. And making it. Yeah, about, I feel like that's a mouthful. I don't think anybody said a double hop for teacher. It was like, yo, hop for teacher. Okay, you could have just said ha <laughs> hop for teacher. Ha <laughs> hop for teacher. Like what are we laughing about? What the honey ha. Honey ha? The hell's honey ha? Honey ha, I don't know. What's ha ha? I I feel like it would have been slightly smoother if it was a double though, instead of a single IPA. I feel like this is already pretty freaking smooth. What it is. For a normal just IPA? Very smooth. You're right. You're right. Like, very smooth. How many times have we had just, like, a normal IPA, and it's like, ooh, ah. And sometimes we have, like, guests, and they got their faces, like, mm, like, making I mean, these yeah, faces we have had, up. We have had some IPAs. Guess you want to put that for the culo. Mm-hmm. Oh, straight up kicking the ass. <laughs> oh. I was like, coño, what the fuck? <laughs> so this, this actually, very smooth. I would love to have some of our younger guests taste this. I feel like it. some of our younger guests... Taste palettes are very, very narrow, and haven't explored is, the but, terrain of IPAs. But this, this is this, this is this is this is why we are planning on bringing younger souls. You know, and also some older future. ones. Like it's it's a good mix. Older ones got used to these beers before we started. You know, making all these craft beers, and now they're just used to like basic beers. And then we got to show them. I feel like if I bring older ones in here, they're gonna be saying, "What is this shit?" <laughs> yeah, we know who we're talking about. <laughs> what is this shit? <laughs> 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 I gave, I, I gave I gave my father a, a triple Belgian beer, and he's like, "How can you drink that shit?" And I was like, "A What's sip the at a time. It's a sip. <laughs> you just go drinking it as you eat, or you go drinking it as you get some pretzels or some nachos, mm. and you enjoy a good beer." It's like, "Get out of a good beer. That shit tastes horrible." Oh, and I was like, "Well, you're missing out. Your taste buds must be dead. I don't know." Oh, you know. today. Food we ate today, that was that was good actually. It's a good mix. When you, talk, when you think about like, you know, when when the beer you're drinking and the food you're eating just goes One just blend right. in well. Oh yeah. It was perfect. It hit the spot for the rest of the day. I was like, yes, yes, yes. But then it gave me a food coma. <laughs> no. I was like, Cunha, where's la cola? I need coffee. Yeah. They took away our coffee spot. They took away the coffee spot. What was it called? Mojones? No, I mean Mojito. sorry, mojitos, mojitos. Mojones. Get <laughs> No. I don't know, bro. I I stuck to their coffee and to their toast. That was about it. <laughs> See, I anything drink coffee, else, but I always like their breakfast. Breakfast. Sandwiches. Anything else I got there was like a laxative. <laughs> See, for me, the breakfast sandwiches were, were killer. I love their breakfast. I had sandwiches. their breakfast sandwich once or twice, but that was about it. Yo, that that is a spot I, for the day, man. That I, that energized me. That that kept me going for a while. I'm a fat that, ass, bro. I think <laughs> I would have just rather gone got a got a bacon and cheese biscuit at McDonald's, and I would have been. You know, 
Nah, I felt this, this, the cheese, the way it melted on there. Oof. I was like, my eggs scrambled, like the ham, sometimes with turkey. <laughs> you getting fancy, bro. That's how they made it. Uh, breakfast <laughs> sampler over at B- Hi- Hi- IHOP. <laughs> now we go to IHOP. <laughs> they ain't got or, beer. <laughs> or the Lumberjack Slam at Denny's. Lumberjack Slam. <laughs> Damn, someone's hungry for breakfast, apparently. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the one at the Waffle House, though. Oh man, I've been to I've gone to Waffle House. Nah, last time I was at Waffle's <laughs> house was over in Nashville. Oof. Oof. Over in I've Nashville, in Nashville, Waffle Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Nashville nice. Nashville is nice. Did have a good time. We tasted multiple moonshines. <laughs> I got I didn't get too fucked up. I got more That's fucked up. That's what you say. I got more fucked up this past Saturday while I was still at Cuba. I got fucked up this past Saturday while I was still at Cuba where I'm looking at my own barbecue and I can't eat because I'm not hungry. It's a little fucking depressing to me. Oh, Rodrigo's up there having a laugh at Mahonis instead of mojitos. All right. So, what is your rating on this? I'm going to give it a three and a half as well. So far, both of these have been three and a halves. Even though I did like this IP, I can give it 375. Three seventy five. Three seventy five or three and a half? Uh, hold up, let me read. You said two different numbers. <laughs> three seventy five was Chen. I can give it three seventy five. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna give it a three seventy five. Three seventy five. Personally, like this right here. Good. I can the give mission it we went to trying to find it. <laughs> three seventy five out of five. Not bad. Yeah, bro. We had to dig halfway through the total wine just to find this fucking beer. <laughs> They're telling me they got 12 bottles. I was like, bro, 12 bottles where? Because they ain't there, ain't there, ain't there, and they're not in the freezer. Yeah, we had to go. See, I told you. I don't want to find these things. I like, hold on. Here, here. Let me walk around. Maybe here. Pop. There it is. Look. No. Shit. <laughs> we could have had El Jefe slightly colder because there was El Jefe in the That's freezer. the one we should have grabbed. That was the one we should have got. Well, you know what? You know, we make mistakes. Shit happens. This is what it is. Shit happens. <laughs> it's the life of a beer drinker. <laughs> I think, though, that if I was to put this with a platter, mm. you know, we talked about scampi with El Jefe. Definitely something that has to do with seafood. I definitely would do seafood with this. What about you, Chen? Seafood? I'm not a big seafood person, but, you know, garlic Ooh, crab? Garlic Ooh. crab, yes. Damn, Chen's been going specific Ooh. on this one. <laughs> he did the he want crab. <laughs> you hungry, son. <laughs> garlic crab does sound great garlic crab ah. fried shrimp fried calamari Ooh, good. I think that this would probably go if I was to relate it to how I like to do my salmon I would say a gumbo I wouldn't do a smoked salmon with this but I would definitely do like a fried salmon mm. or some fried fish I think would go well with hops for teachers yeah. Uh-huh. Some dolphin. Ooh. No people. Those people who don't fish, not that type of dolphin. It is not fish called the dolphin. mammal. There is a fish called dolphin fish. <laughs> They're uh, like, oh, they eating dolphin. Uh, I am not eating flipper. <clears throat> All right. Speak for yourself. <laughs> um I don't know. I think the it definitely leans more into the seafood platters than anything else. Yeah. I don't feel, I can't I feel like I can't pair this with this. It's, it's so yeah. No. I don't see it with like like a meat or anything like that. Like it's good. Like it can slide. It. it can slide for a chicken platter. 
but for but this to really shine, like it needs something like 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 seafood wise, because like it's lighter, it's like fluffier, it's like with this, it, it it just I feel like it'll add because it has that little little bitterness, that smooth IPA, that like that grapefruit that's in there, because you could definitely smell the smell, taste the grapefruit, taste the rainbow. I don't taste the passion fruit though, at all. The grapefruit's there. I think it's hidden in there. I think it's what what's giving more of the bite to the grapefruit. Good. So, Could but be. it's not it's not giving you like the taste of grapefruit. Okay. I can see that. I'm gonna drink this can cup that's that, here. <laughs> I see this nice goldish tone color. <laughs> um, for it being an IPA. I can't leave it alone. Uh, the color that I see though is a lot like an Oktoberfest. We're, which is going to come up soon. We're going to try some Oktoberfest beers. Which falls into the next potential beer we have down the line here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the color is actually very nice for mm-hmm. it being an IPA. Oh, my goodness. All right. All right, man. <laughs> um, barbecue accessories. I had the MacGyver. I had the MacGyver, a barbecue accessory while I was over in the island. <laughs> you showed me some photos, yeah, man. <laughs> Bro, this this barbecue was a straight up fifty five gallon oil barrel. All right, it's the only way to go. That's the only way to go. Apparently, <laughs> they, zombie apocalypse. You they know blow torch that shit in half. They got a piece of uh, fence pipe, and they curved an exhaust out the top of the barrel with a piece of fence pipe. And then to, you know, make it all nice and fancy, they put a little little roof on the fence pipe so that water wouldn't go in. <laughs> and I'm there on the first attempt because we used it twice. On the first grill, I was like, you know what you need, man? You need to pop that cat that's right there on the bottom of the barrel so I can get some cold air going in there, keeping that charcoal lit while we're using the rest of it to, ex- you know, have the smoke escape from the top. And he looked at it and he's like, Oh, we can do that. He goes to open the darn thing. The shit is like shut tight. Ah, he's like, don't worry, I'll be back. Dude literally went, grabs a hammer with like some metal rod. Because they, they ain't no fancy tools over there, bro. Just like a sculptor. He just went. <laughs> and he literally just puts the rod there and goes, pop. He's like, you savage. Hey. I wanted to keep it looking pretty. You just made it a brand new butthole. No. No. <laughs> it ain't tight anymore now. <laughs> nah. And then after that, the second attempt on that barrel was completely different. Yeah. But we smoked uh that's where we did the the uh beer can chicken. And I had never done beer can chicken before, so I got a regular three hundred fifty five milliliter can. I chose the darkest beer I can get over there, which oh, you did it dark. Normally, people grab light beer, so like, I did this one with a six point five percent APV beer called Bucanero Max over in Cuba, which, if I had to compare it to a beer here, it lands in the ballpark of like of a dark pilsner. Okay, All right, okay, um, mm. and. As the chicken was cooking, even though I was lit, I was still paying attention to the food because I wasn't going to let it burn. Um, in the it, puddle. In the puddle. <laughs> and then being lit, I had to take the can out of the chicken because uh, my wife's aunt wasn't 
being able to grab the can. So I just shoved my fingers up chicken's ass, grab the can around. <laughs> and as I pull the can out, I was impressed because I had never tried this before myself. So I did not know how much beer would there still be in the can. And it must have worked out great because when I pulled the can out, there was maybe less than 20% of the actual can remaining. Okay. Okay. So this is definitely a, another project to try We got to try again. this. We got to try this with your, your grills. Yeah. <laughs> and this is definitely another project to try again here. Um, now that I'm back in the States and, uh, yeah. I don't got to be looking over my shoulder. <laughs> hey, you're not going to try to, you know, fall over or anything. Try to, uh, try to keep your balance. Well, I also, <laughs> I also tasted a different rum, which I was able to get one over here. Ipa. Which was, to me, was fucking bullshit. And if the wife is listening, <laughs> she was there with me at the airport. At the airport, oh. they only allow you to buy... With either Canadian dollars mm -hmm. or euros. Okay. They don't accept American dollars. Of course they don't. Right? <laughs> Which is bullshit because they've always accepted it until just recently. And then if you have a credit card, you can use a credit card at the airport. But again, same bullshit scenario. It either has to be a Canadian account or an international account, not including US. So I'm there. I'm really, I'm willing to let go of $150, bro. <laughs> I'm willing to give you right now 150 bucks so you can make some dough, but you can't accept my American dollar. Now, I'm back in my head. I was like, well, you're the one losing, motherfucker. I'm out the door. <laughs> All right. But I was about to bring you a bottle, him a bottle. Damn. We were about, I was Damn. the little cart I Man, had they there. They ruined their bottle. <laughs> the bottle I had there, I had. We about to get bottle service. <laughs> I had like eight bottles in the cart. Because it was a maximum of four bottles per person to go on the plane. You know? well, you got one, right? I got one. So, you know, when we try that beer up the ass, chicken ass, um, I'm taste we'll, it, take yeah. a, we'll take a shot. <laughs> I'll take a shot. All, All right, man. So, conclusion. We gave hops for teaser, teachers. <laughs> teachers? Teacher. Hop Who's for your teasering? <laughs> Who are you teasering? Um, hops for teacher, a 3.75 <laughs> out of five. Not bad for a IPA. Um, next one we have here is the fall beer of this episode called mm -hmm. pumpkin patch ale by rogue by rogue, which is, you know, I love me rogue. I have, I do like some rogue mm. rogue uh, dead guy. One of my favorite, one of my favorites that is like, I buy it sometimes when I'm just like, Hard day at work. I was like, let me just go get a rogue dead guy ale. Like, buy me a pack and I'm just there. Chilling. Yep. Yep. Oh. Uh, pumpkin patch ale is a pumpkin patch. Ale is made with a whole pumpkin that was chopped up and roasted by hand. And then stuffed into the can. <laughs> and then hand roasted allows us to, uh, allows them, not us, because I'm not the one. <laughs> but I ain't doing beer. that. <laughs> um, to caramelize the beer or the pumpkin with natural sugars exactly as they would like. And then they combine it with a delicate balance of spices to create the signature flavor of our classic full-themed brew. They didn't too, put too much specifications there, guys. Just full-themed. No specificities. No specificities. <laughs> uh, we know you all appreciate the effort when you taste 
the difference in roasting of a real pumpkin while it's made. Do we? So let's uh, let's pull this pumpkin ale out here. Yeah, let's see what we get. I can see Chen's excited. He loves pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> so we are. These two are done, and now we're jumping over to Rogue over here to the right, on or the left on the screen, my right. Yeah. All right. Oof. That one's nice and cold. All right. Yeah, these are nice and chilly. Oof. Nothing like the enjoyable sound of Ooh, a beer can. Oh, that smell. Is it nice and roasty? <laughs> Indeed. It definitely, definitely like, feels like, like, you know, being from up north. Definitely feels like. It definitely like has a, a darker, tone, darker tone to it. Uh, let's put this one here in front of the camera so we can take a look at this nice color. Let's uh, cover El Jefe. <laughs> Sorry, oh. El Jefe. I'll cover both of these fools so that we know that we're tasting. It smells like a pumpkin pie. Straight up. Oh. Yo, it does smell like a pumpkin pie. Straight exactly. Like, well, like, I'm straight, like, gotcha. straight out of the I'm can. Like, I'm like, I haven't oh. even taken a sip. I'm just like smelling it. <laughs> this is, woof. Wow, and it's got a high IBU level, too. Interesting. 6.1% APV. Who are you trying to be? <laughs> IBU, you be me? No, IBU is a different <laughs> equation. <than the laughs> no, <beer>. no. <laughs> Oof. Oh, oh. Oof. <laughs> we, wow. We got the first call even before first we even call, said anything First else. call before I've even put this in my mouth. We're going to oh. give you that, that number from Chen later. Oh, wow. It definitely has sweet. It's Ooh. got maltiness. It's barely bitter at all. This is very smooth. It does have that roast flavor, though, a little bit. Oh. It does feel like a pumpkin pie. A good pumpkin pie. Ugh. Now, I don't know, yes. man. This 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 is now getting a little bit more competitive between the other pumpkin beers we've already The barrel had. Ooh, yeah. You know? I feel like by the time we bring in five different pumpkin beers for a single episode we're gonna have repeaters because there's some of these that we will have to retaste <laughs> we have to retaste retaste <laughs> just so well. that y'all know we're trying to have a pumpkin beer for you know the fall season every episode just one just we're one. not gonna have one we're not gonna have a full episode of pumpkin beer we already had that conversation but nah none of that <laughs> too much pumpkin i feel like we come in here instead of being like drunk we just have a big ass headache yeah <laughs> I mean, it's it's very strong too, as far as its pumpkin flavor. So I feel like if I was to have three different pumpkin beers, this, I mean, if they're all like this one, it's going to be really hard to determine which one's better. Mm. You know what? Yeah, we should we should have a poll in the end. Just be like, what was the champion? I think we've we've spoke about this multiple probably, times. Probably in the end of November. Oh. I think that by mid-October, we're going to have to start bringing in a uh, spin the wheel. <laughs> spin the wheel of... Uh... <laughs> we also got to bring in, when we have visitors, we got to bring in that fail word. Fail word? Like, they say that one word, and they got to take a shot or something. Oh, man. Why? Why? It just make... Well, it has to be secret. <laughs> of course. They can't I mean, know. 
the only three that we don't know the word are going to be the three sitting in this room right now. So it exactly. don't really matter. We have to make it before anyone comes in. They're going to know the stip. They have to know at least the stipulation that if word is said by either of you, they both take a shot, shot, or they just want. But then once they know the word, that's it. But I feel like if we do this, we should wait a while and then tell them you said the word, not tell them what it was. And they said a bunch of stuff before, and yeah, then they got to take it. That, that's not a bad way to put it. That's not a bad way to put it. We can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that we're going to have a couple of people cracking up as we're like, oh, there you go. Time <laughs> Maybe to bring take a, a bottle shot. of Barcelo, something like that. Well, I don't know. We'll, oh. bring different, we'll match it up. Different whiskeys. Maybe a Jameson one day. <laughs> Maybe a fireball shot. With the pumpkin beers, yeah. That's right. Fireball would match well with us. Oh, the, one of my favorite things is to have pumpkin beer with a shot of fireball in it the rim of the glass which has like cinnamon sugar okay you want it you want to talk about tasting a pumpkin pie there you go cinnamon sugar on the border mm-hmm. an upside down mini bottle of fireball I, I, it's already in there I would, you shake. just poured it Got yeah it. <laughs> i pour and it in then put the beer on top of it That's all right it. <laughs> I, can, I can roll with that it, it is that very happen. good Oh, I can see that happening. <laughs> We're gonna. What are we gonna call that? Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. <laughs> pumpkin pie. <laughs> fire pumpkin. Pumpkin fire. Fire pumpkin. <laughs> Where are we firing pumpkins from? I don't know. If we find a cannon big enough, we can probably shoot it up. <laughs> no. It'll be like one of those jackass episodes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Just shooting pumpkins out of a cannon. <laughs> Just don't get hit by it. I mean, well, someone walk by it. <laughs> someone walk by and get smacked by it. That's gonna be a fucking lawsuit the size of Russia. Um, what are we gonna rate this beer? What do you think about it, Har? Oh, what do I think? I am, I, I am at that he... four point two five with Chen. I am four very much there. Four and a quarter. I, I am there with this one. I like this. This is, it has a taste of pumpkin, but it's not smacking you in the face because it's so smooth and it just goes down. Just like water. Like it's. I don't know, man. I, I see. See, it's, deep in contemplation there. With I, to me, it has a very strong roast aftertaste, which is not a bad thing for the type of beer that we're drinking here. Because this it's is a, a roasted pumpkin. It's a roasted pumpkin. But uh, I'm gonna give it a four flat. Okay, okay. I'm gonna give it a four flat because it's that not is, deserving of anything below that. But it's hard to give it that quarter additional and beyond how you guys are shooting because mm. to me it's it got to be colder. It's got to be colder. If it was colder, maybe. No. Welcome to our hot beer day. <laughs> Apparently, this hot is... beer day. <laughs> For the hot weather in South Florida. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. But uh, it's not bad. I can see me buying this beer for the fall. But I would not have this beer. Year round. Year round. Of that course. For sure. Like the, the pumpkin. <laughs> it's like, what was it um, from Starbucks? Uh, pumpkin spice latte. Oh, bro. You, you only have shit. it in the fall. You're supposed to only. Don't start like, with that shit. <laughs> 
You know you want to get yourself a pumpkin spice no. latte right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Closest that you're going to get me to that is your fireball with uh, cinnamon sugar. See, that's our version of this pumpkin spice it, latte. Actually, <laughs> fireball in my coffee. That's about as close as you're going to get me Ooh. to that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know I've done it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, sir. <laughs> I am always perfectly sober. <laughs> Got a. <laughs> oh, man. Let me taste it from a cup to see if it tastes any different. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it opens up a bit. Oh. This definitely feels like, Especially, like when you put in a cup, it'll, it definitely is going to, like, it's going to breathe more and it's going to let in, like, let out. Of course, the aroma, oh, the aroma on this is amazing. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. I would love this type of scent for my car, at least for fall, like, you know, driving around. I was like, I think I like the aroma better from the can, though. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. It feels like it dissipates a little more from yep. the from the cup. Yeah, from the can, it's just like, I guess because it's more sealed up. But I really want this as a scent. I see Chen wearing this as, as his daily cologne. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think the uh, the flavor kind of stays almost the same, but the aroma definitely dissipates slightly when you have it served in a cup okay. for over 30 seconds. Um, but I'll okay. give it a four flat. I'll leave it at four flat. Four you guys flat. left it okay. at four, four and a quarter. Two five. We got four and a quarter on two sides. Yeah. Four flat. Like four this. Flat. Like this. All right. So let me put here my numbers before I forget because later on I have to log these beers. <laughs> so this was a four for me. This was a. Don't forget, people. We are using the Untapped app. Untapped app. Just to, to record these things, like you know, it's record all your beers you've had. Even if you're going to a trashy dive bar, at least you know, like, hey, this is the last beer I had. This was crap. This is a one. It's a point two five. I've, had, like, I've <laughs> had that experience where I've already tasted a beer before, and when I tasted it the first time, which is when probably when I started tasting beers, I gave it a lower number, mm -hmm. and maybe I was a little too tipsy already the first time I tasted it. And when I retasted it, I was like, "Why the hell did I give this shit a three and a half? This <laughs> tastes like horseshit." Maybe you had a few I'll things give beforehand. It, I'll give <laughs> Before it a two. That one. You know, sometimes you get a little twisted and you just drink something you think is the greatest thing, then you have it again. What is this? <laughs> right, right. Okay. Do you have any other comments there, huh? I always have comments, but do I have anything else to say? No. This is um, a... No. I like this. This is a very respectable episode. <laughs> very smooth sailing episode, man. Three beers. Two of them from Jake Wakefield. Yeah. Jay Wakefield. Jay Wakefield. It's not Jake. I said Jay. Hey, Jacket. It's how you, do you say, it sounds like you said Jake. <laughs> Jay Wakefield. It's Jake from State Farm. Jota, 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 Wakefield. And the third one was the Pumpkin Patch Ale from Rogue. Rogue. Yes. All right. We do, we do got to do a Rogue episode. We do got to do a Rogue episode. I, love, your boy loves some Rogue, and I, some I would like to try some of their crazy beers, because you know they have other beers out there that, that mm -hmm. we can taste, other than the, the Dead Guy Ale, like. Maybe we should have that, you know, just to the have. The dead guy is the most common one, though. You can yeah. find that one anywhere yeah. else. That's what, like, if we have some, you know, newcomers that want to come into the show, mm -hmm. we'll give them the, the basic one, and then we'll try the crazy ones as well with them. We're going to do some beers from BJ's, too, right? Oh, yeah. I of think course. there's going to be multiple. Uh, we have our uh, brewmaster. This is BJ's, BJ's, the restaurant, guys. 
<laughs> there's specific beers that you can get at BJ's, your restaurant, that I haven't been able to find elsewhere, um, especially during the holiday season. Oh, that's that's gonna be a secret that that we can't tell that people. that beer right that, there. That is that is that is one of the the beers that we even made a crew over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've uh, I've always rated that beer beyond a four and a half. Yes, I yes. love that beer. That one, I think we've we've gotten multiple people into into drinking different beers. And the reason why I say I've always rated it beyond a four and a half is because they go by year numbers as they come out. So every year it shows up on untapped with a different year at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And they're not always exactly the exactly same. the same. They change they, the, the, they change the spice here and there. Yeah. So, but it's, it's always it's always a, a good one to have. It's always a good beer to have. All right. Oh, someone well, put in big in Japan. I had that one. I wasn't a fond of it. <laughs> Uh, that one's not bad. Um, yeah, um mm, you and I, and I'm a big Japan we, person, and I bought it just because of that. It said Japan, and <laughs> I was like, "All right, Mofo, I thought your ass was in Japan the first time you put that in our group chat." I was like, "Look at this dude over no, in Japan I just, have, having a beer." And no, then I realized, I was, "Oh, that's here, bro. That's yeah. from MI Brewing." I sent you the photo, and I was yeah. like, "All right, I'm gonna try this." I tried it, and I was like, "Oh, not impressed." <laughs> and then when I went there, I, that was one of the first ones I ordered, and I ordered like. Five, four of their highest mm-hmm. level APV beers. Big in Japan wasn't all the way up there, but it wasn't. Yeah, see, for me, it wasn't. No, bad. no, no, it wasn't horrendous. No. It just wasn't like I, I, I was expecting a little more. Uh, like what I expected, my wasn't wasn't what I got, and I was just like, ugh, and I got let down. Like it wasn't horrendous, but it was just not what I was thinking it was gonna be. But you know what? This, this, that's the whole point of brewing, man. It's experimenting, you know, trying to figure out new things. I mean, not everybody has the same taste buds either, man. Some, some to the brewer who made that beer, it must have tasted awesome. Yeah. Awesome to the point that you reproduced it and made it and canned it and still managed to sell it. So it's got to have some sort of kick to it that people, mm-hmm. you know, find in it and enjoy it. Um, but again, it's, it's all personal. It's all about personal preferences. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone got their own preference. Well, guys, I think that is it for today's episode of Outdoors, Brews, and Barbecue. Any additional comments or anything you got, Hiram? Why are you asking me again? I'm just double checking. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just double checking. <laughs> I'm double, triple checking. Just making sure. Double, triple checking. I'm just going to like just outburst. Keep the show going for 30 minutes for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just need some no. sleep, bro. I'm still. <laughs> He's still in Cuba mode. <laughs> I'm still in, you know, recovery mode. All right, everyone. Well, that's it, guys, for this episode of Outdoors, Brews, and Barbecue. Until next time, man. Have a good one. Peace. Later. Thank you.